Welcome to the Ultimate Marketing Podcast with Dee, Vish and Sarah. We're here to help you grow and scale your business online using marketing strategies and tactics. In this episode, we're going to be talking about your marketing message and why that is so important to have crystal clear when you start doing marketing around your business. As crystal clear as your introduction. Oh my God, did you think, I, I was like, yeah. I was almost a bit scared, isn't it? Like, 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 oh, this is something that I need to listen to. Yeah, it's like PSA, <laughs> pub, public service announcement. <laughs> it's like a public service right. announcement. Like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so, I it love was. it. It was one of those things where like you suddenly, in- uh, we have been interrupted by, we have yeah. been interrupted by this aliens. program by, uh, with, this, with this important announcement. So not just program, but remember that's happening tomorrow, right? What? The, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's Sunday, right? Okay, so we, we are recording this podcast sometime in uh, what month of we in we're in march 2023 uh we're on the 25th on the 26th of march is when they're testing the the uk announcement service to mobile phones sorry i'm just like i just have dad facts so i just like acquire facts like they're just going out of fashion so yeah so we're gonna receive notifications on our phones tomorrow irrespective of if our phones if you're listening to this podcast it might not be tomorrow for you it it might already happen this episode is probably released a month from when we recorded it so yeah let us know how you found that but that's actually (laughs) yeah let us know that's marketing by the government and you you might not know this but actually sarah cox yeah, yeah, yeah. was the person behind it yeah, exactly there you go right so marketing message that's a marketing message from the government has been tested out tomorrow but anyway interesting I didn't know that I should be on talk radio anyway never mind you I, should, I, love the fact, I love the fact Sarah's like I didn't know that but yeah. she's the one behind it yeah I know no, I created it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, announced here. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, so but we, yeah, what are we talking about today? Marketing message. Marketing and message. And why it's so important to be crystal clear on what your message is. Oh my God, yeah. so important. And across so many different areas because there Isn't is it? so much inconsistency. Oh man, is oh there just... Oh my gosh. That's why I don't go and look at my... The website. <laughs> <laughs> you're working on that anyway. So it's going to be yeah, it's re- going to a like, rebrand. It's yeah, going to a rebrand. That's fine, right? But I think one of the reasons I did that, re- or I wanted to start that rebrand, was because obviously when I started my business, it was it was for a different audience. It was a different, yeah. and so the messaging and everything was not great. Yeah. I then got it done, a redone, mm. and then it just didn't reflect me. Mm. And I was like, I need something that's going to reflect my personal brand. Yeah. But so, don't you think actually getting your marketing message clear is actually quite hard? Oh, gosh, yes. It's actually harder oh, than you think it's going to be. Oh my God, is it? Even I'm, when you, even when you know your avatar. Yeah, man. <laughs> even like, when you know who you want to work with, mate. which we talked about in another episode, but even when you know who you want to work with, trying to articulate yes. what it is you do, to whom, yeah. can be very, very difficult. Yeah. In a concise way, yeah, so that people concise. understand. Yeah, so they don't lock off and they get bored, right? Mm. And, like, and persuasive, and also in a way that really shows your personality. Yeah. Yeah got to sound like you at the end yeah. of the day it's got to sound like you yeah but resonate with them yes um, that is key oh my god that is that's key, just like D. dropping the keys today you're like dj um, khaled this is the key this is the key oh i wish we had that jingle down it's another one sorry um dad jokes um but i yeah you're gonna you're gonna hate my dad jokes at the end of this but no like i'm, I'm going through a rebrand as well at the moment it's so difficult 
And one thing that I stopped doing was looking at other people's websites mm. to compare and contrast. I'm like, no, man, your website's your... Because I said to my clients, don't look at other people's websites. <laughs> don't look at their landing pages. Don't look at their content because your message is so different. But then I fell into the trap of it myself. I was like, no, just, just have a quick peek and see what everybody else is doing out there as well. And then like literally after 20 minutes, I was like, stop this shit, Vish. Yeah. Because you're now doing what you tell your clients not to do. Yeah. And it was good that I recognized that pattern and I broke it down. Yeah. And then I've just actually made something... Um, uh, conceptualised it that um, is actually just representative of me. You've got to be you at the end of the day. We're all unique, aren't we? So like, even if we do marketing, so there's an overlap between what me and Vish do, but the way Vish does it and the way I do it are going to be different. Yeah. The type of people we work with may be different. Yeah, 100%. So like just you got... might need to know or love really good dad jokes to work that with. That is true. Yeah, Whereas I don't have any dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Was that a dad joke in itself? <laughs> Maybe it was. It's like the Twilight Zone of jokes right now. Oh my God. But, but no, it is like, so true, isn't yeah, it? Like... Expect loads of floral shirts from me when you see my branding. That's all I'm going to say. Cause... But I think that's what's great about collaboration, yeah. right? Is like, you know, people like both of you, you can collaborate together because there is so much that you complement each other with. 100%. And there'll be things that Vish does that Sarah, Sarah doesn't and vice versa. Yeah. And then you also, and that's why we talked about in previous episodes about, you know, the avatar and how important that is because your avatar, you will attract a certain type of people, Vish, yeah. and Sarah, you will attract a certain mm. type of people. Right. And your people would never like Vish and vice versa. Well, not well, all that, of them. Never. They never, might never like him. Never He's like him. He's a Vish. nice dad. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm not that bad. But so, you know what I'm saying. Some, as in, some of my jokes are funny, even if you don't think so, Dee. But I think that's an important thing. Like, you can do the same thing as someone else. Mm. But certain people are going to resonate with you and certain people are going to resonate with the other person. Oh, 100%. There's so much space in the marketplace. Yeah. and I, I, Unfortunately, it's lost on a lot of people and they get very territorial over it. Whereas I'm, I'm like, no, man. Like, yeah. if a customer's not right for me, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do my level best to find you somebody you can work with. And if I yeah. know the person and I like and I trust them, like you, Sarah, like you, D. I'll happily go, listen, guys, I've already warmed them up. They're not yeah. the right customer for me because I can't vibe with them or what they want done lies more with your area of expertise, can you look after them? And like half the job's done, right? And that's why that whole comparison, like Theophore, yeah, Theodore Roosevelt said, right? Comparison is a thief of joy. Yes. And I think that when you're looking Great at quote. your marketing message is it's, it's, you know, there'll be things, there'll be things that are similar to what you do, mm. your service, um, but how you resonate with your particular audience yeah. your tone of voice your personality yeah. your fu- and i got into a very similar trap because you know you well there's two things right first of all as a linkedin trainer i was looking at other people's websites especially now that i'm you know rebranding and i'm just like oh my gosh they're doing this they're doing this and then yeah. combine that with what they're putting out on social media i'm like oh my god like i should be doing all of this and i've been you know, a LinkedIn trainer for this many years more and I haven't even done this. You go down mm. that rabbit hole. You do. And yeah, you man. lose it in the Comparisonitis? Mar- yeah, comparisonitis. Comparisonitis. Oh my God, I've never heard that term before. <laughs> there we go. Comparisonitis. Yes. It's a, it's a proper illness. Oh my God, I'm going to use that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be using <laughs> yeah. that. That's it. I'm going to be like buzzword. And we are the antibiotics to it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you should uh, definitely... Look. I mean, you know, make just, sure that you're listening in to us. I'll be honest with you. Without your cure. Leave the dad jokes to me. Okay. 
leave the dad jokes to me, please. I think the key point is collaboration yeah, rather than competition. Absolutely, right? We're better together than we 100%, are on our own. 100%, man. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it, it, unfortunately people do, right? Because it, it, with everything that's happened, not just in the UK, but worldwide with COVID and like the whole kind of global recession that's going on, people... Are gonna apparently we're not in a recession though, right? Apparently. Isn't that what the uh, apparently so? What the uh, really? Um, what was it called? The budget that was it. Yeah. That's like the budget apparently announcement or whatever. So. Yeah. Apparently, like we haven't quite gone into. Well, the Bank of England commented on that, like I think it was um, end of last week, and they were like, "Yeah, we, you know, we've narrowly avoided a recession, and we don't think we're going to, we, you know, we're going to go and dip into it." Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. I think that you know people are going to double down a bit more. They're going to be, you know, a bit more. Cautious, I think, and is, maybe is that is why marketing's even more important. Yeah, I was going to say, well, not even a maybe. It, I think yeah, it's a definitely, yeah. it definitely is, man. Like I, people are getting a bit like they're looking at where they're spending their money. Yeah, absolutely. And they tend to stop the marketing. That tends to be one of the first things. That no, first things that stop. But the thing is, is that marketing and sales. If yeah. you look at those two things, they're part of the same coin. Of course they are. So therefore, if you want to, during tough times, make more revenue. Yeah, which comes from more leads that you over overturn and, mm. you know, you convert, where are those leads going to come from? Mm. Guess what? From marketing. the marketing. But the marketing message has to be right in order for the right leads to come through. 100%, man. And so taking us back into this marketing message yeah, kind man. of topic, it's like, you know, like we talked about with the website, it's, mm. you know, understanding that your copy, your voice, your tone and your branding and all of that's going to, or your brand in the in the content and the copy and also the consistency right across mm. board so whether it's your website whether yeah. it's your sales funnel whether it's your email marketing whether it's the content that you're putting out on social yeah. media all of that your linkedin profile oh my god i could literally do a whole episode just on that but, but you could man <laughs> but it is <laughs> just about LinkedIn that thing. marketing message yeah. so that when they Let's say, you know, just using LinkedIn as an example, when they then connect or if they see a bit of your content mm. and then they visit your profile and it just seems misaligned, they're not even going to bother connecting. Yeah, man. In the same way that, you know, if you if they if your sales funnel says one thing and they come through to you and they opt in and your email marketing nurture sequence is completely off. Mm. message or off brand or off tone or off, they're, off timing as well right or they're unsubscribing yeah yeah like yeah, that's consistency really is key yeah. yeah man consistency is absolutely key like you know uh especially with like when we say message like we're talking about message like you, you've spoken about like tangible things like websites you know content etc etc but you know when you boil it down content it's what you are saying and like what we're saying is marketing is important i think people stop marketing during these times because the people that they're going to can't attribute a roas to it or an roi like if you can't prove an roi on the marketing like why would you do it like, but is that because people want instant gratification i think it's a mixture of everything right i think it's that's people, another episode yes. just <laughs> on its own. let me just take that note down quickly um I, I think it's i think it's instant gratification the wanting now like i've given you x amount of money i need that fucking result now right sorry to i should beat that shit out right no but, i thought you said we were all right with the podcast i think we are but i don't know don't, if it reflects should we, well should we just do a round of applause for you because I, I broke the F seal. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Round of applause. Go. Okay, I, I, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've broken the F seal. Um, so basically, yeah, um, it's 
What was I even going with you? The applause. Okay, yeah. So um, it is, um, it, it's a mixture of both. And I think that's because people are like, we don't know what's going on. We haven't got that transparency. We we don't know what we're putting in and getting out. But they're also, it just becomes a cost, right? Whereas if you go, this one pound that you've spent with me has given you four pounds worth of revenue into your business. And you've got you know, a, a cost of an extra pound on top of that, you're making two pounds profit clear, yep. right? That's that's a good equation to me, right? Why would you not like yeah. put that extra pound in and take a pound out for profit? Like, why would you not do that? I, I think a lot of companies would, but the, the problem is, or the challenge is, is they want it instantly. They want it straight away, right? So yep. they're, they're happy if they go, yeah, two pounds. And then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm putting two pounds in and getting four pounds out. It's like a slot machine. Why wouldn't you keep doing that? Yeah. The challenge is, is that um, they want that straight away. So marketing is not always instant. There's, you know, in the first couple of months, you want to tweak, you want to test, you want to see what landing, what funnel works the best. Mm-hmm. You want to see when you put the funnel out, you know, if you're putting ads out, what is working best. So there's a lot of tweaking and testing that goes into that investment. So you've got to understand that there's going to be a little bit of wastage at the beginning, whether that be, you know, coming to someone who's a done for you. So like Sarah, you know, you do, um, you know, you do people's lead magnets, you help them getting out there. You've got to know what's working and then you'll Mm -hmm. be with them and going, actually, for this month, let's tweak this. Let's make this better. We know that this is, you know, A, B testing, all of that kind of stuff. Whereas what's happening at the moment is because people are so scared and fearful, what they do is they put money into something and if they don't get a result within a month, they take it, they stop it. They stop. Yeah, that's so common. This, Yeah, and uh, the the onion approach to this is is so, I mean, so many different freaking layers to this, right? Firstly, it's your customer, like your avatar, knowing who to pitch to and qualification. Like, I, 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 well, past the qualification that I have is, do you have this much money to spend over three or four months? Do you understand it's going to take that amount of time, not to break even, but to test and then start to scale only after we understand what works? Like, I can tell you what works for other people, but I don't know what works for you, given your presence online your, your content industry, yeah, yeah. like so I mean, many elements to we it we can generalize industry though right yeah. we can generalize it to a certain degree but then it also then comes down to like you know the minutia the detail right the devils in the detail as they yeah, say yeah. right like you the, said the visibility there yeah like what kind of content you're putting out how do people engage with you like have you been putting content out consistently like is your are you going to get an organic boost on your paid advertising based on what what you do like there's so many different facets and i don't think they get they they get yeah. discussed adequately with customers i think also there's a whole big element which i've had very recently yeah is what is their sales process yeah fundamentally get the leads mm. for man. them yeah and that's what i they say can't over, they can't, can't sell convert yeah them, man or if they don't have an irresistible offer yeah. which mm. is why they would come to you guys to be able yeah. to go right actually you need to make this funnel or this offer even better yeah yeah. Great, great book for that actually, Alex Hormozzi, the hundred million, the hundred million, million pa- dollar offer. Do- offer right? Yeah, that's a great book for I've that. I've heard that's really good. I must yeah. read it. Yeah, and I, I've got it on um, Audible. Mm. Man, I've listened to that like five or six times. It just, just gems, bombs mm. upon bombs. Um, but then also, I think that you know, going back to our point in terms of layers, right? So I think that's not discussed with a client initially, right? So you're you're probably taking on the client who's like, shit. All right, we're going through some tough patches. We haven't really 
thought about lead generation for the next three months. We're a bit short, not going to hit our target. How much money can we scrape together to put into this? And they go, right, you can have like, you know, two and a half, three grand, whatever it is, right? They scraped it together. Now their mentality's changed. They're like, I've just given these guys 3K. I need a result now. And you're like, well, it's going to take three, four months minimum. And you're going to need a bit more money than that. Like people take the job on, they shouldn't do it. You know, there's, 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 I think that's a big ethics thing, which is like a whole different, that's yeah. a whole series, not even an episode on ethics, yeah. right? It's but, like transparency and honesty yeah, right. to say, look, if you are, you know, if you are just doing this because yeah. you want something immediately, I, 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 you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of LinkedIn trainers out there who go, oh my God, you're going to get, you know, come and do my five day yeah. challenge. You're going to get five leads in five days. It doesn't and work it, like that though, does And it? I'm just like, you may get five leads in five days. Yeah. But I'm not going to say, I'm not going to guarantee that right yeah. now because it depends on all of those variables. Yeah, yeah. Who are you? How visible are you? Yeah. What's your competitive landscape like? What is your industry like? Who are you going after? Yeah. Which we've talked about so many times, right? Avatar. Um, what does your marketing message say? Yeah. Are you clear? How are you, yeah. Are you clear? Um, have you got something that will make them go, yes, I want this, or I want to download this lead magnet, or I want yeah. to subscribe to that list? Yeah. Um, what's your sales process like? Like all of those things. Yeah. You know, what is your profile like? How much content are you putting out there? Yeah. All of that will make a difference. There are so many variables. 100%. Mm. And, you know, it's like, like even, even in the automation front, like with the way, you know, you, you've got to communicate that to customers. Like, have you got a database? Like, you can email everyone. We did this with the, you know, in, in the early days. Client had a big list. Yeah, yeah I've got a great list. And we, you know, we started emailing them. There's like 5 or 6% open rate on their emails, right? Because they just hadn't emailed their customers. So why would they open their emails? There's no incentive for them to do that. Yeah. This was old and it was dead. That's quite common as well. People have got a list of like several thousand people, yeah. but they haven't actually emailed them for two years. Yeah. And they go, I've got, yeah, I've got a database. <laughs> well, when did you last email them? Two years ago. Okay, effectively. You They're really dead. Got, yeah, you haven't really got those leads. Don't have a database. No, you're starting from scratch. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, mar I mean, that's the marketing message, right? But then it's also like, I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think a lot of, marketing agencies do themselves justice because they don't communicate ROAS and ROI. ROAS is return on ad spend and ROI is obviously return on investment. I don't think people communicate it effectively. Mm. You know, the way, and you know, the, uh, you see my conversion calculator, haven't you? Put a pound in, you get this much out, this how much it costs you. That's a tool that we use to like, to talk to people about it. And I think every business should have that. Every business should have a calculator. I've spent this much on marketing and everybody should, obviously, like, ideal world situation, everyone should track their marketing efforts. Where has a lead come from? How much did I spend on getting the lead? How much did that lead generate me as, as revenue for the business? Um, how much is, and also, yeah, how much is each lead worth? Because, yeah. you know, I work with a lot of property clients. Yes. And for them, because they have long-term investment thinking, yeah. they are sometimes the ideal clients for me because they understand yeah. that, yes, you know, if we do X with D on LinkedIn, yeah. we might not get something for another three months. Yes. Within three months, we might have a, we might start the conversation, but the deal may not go through for another three yeah. to six months. However, uh, once a deal goes through, it's worth millions. Mm. So they know that actually we're not worried about the conversion of the deals, yeah. we want to make sure that our outcome is how many conversations can we be having? Yeah. Because and if they're having up. the conversations that at least they know that as long as they're having the right conversations in the right way, they know that in six months time, just 
four leads from LinkedIn in six months yeah. will get them over a million pounds. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, spending a grand a month is worth it for them. Exactly. Course, right? so they've got to have thinking. that long-term thinking. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, yeah. And, but then that's also from a from and we're not talking to specifically marketing agencies about this, but that's the marketing message agencies need to go out with, right? Mm. This is what you're going to do. Put X in, get X out. Yeah. I also yeah. think like if you're doing everything new, so yeah. if your message is new, your audience is new, yeah. the thing you're putting out there is new, you've got to do a heck of a lot of testing yeah. to see oh, if God. that new thing works. Yeah. So I, I found like some people, some clients will have all this new stuff. They'll spend some money on ads, for example, and they don't get the result they want. Yeah. But actually that's just part of the process. Yeah. Because you've got to put that out there to see what lands and what doesn't and then tweak it and go again. So I've got a question for you. So mm. existing business owners been in, you know, been in the thick of it for like, you know, four, five, six, seven, twenty years, whatever, and they want to change the way that they deliver their marketing message. How do they go about doing that? Uh, wow. Like they, mid mid like kind of mid flow, and then you're like, actually we want to start like changing what we're doing. Like how how would they do that? Because that's also a real important question because when it comes to growing and scaling, mm. like that's really important for people to because they, they have to iterate their message, right? But their their consumer, their client base are used to a certain message that they're putting out. Like they're naturally going to have some kind of client attrition that's going to take yeah. part as part of their... When I've, I've had that change. actually. One of my, one of my clients right. currently, she's got a whole database of one type of client and yeah. she's just shifted what she actually does. Yeah. So most of that database she's got is not relevant for the new thing the that funk, she's doing. But what we talked about is she was going to message or email all those people and mm. say, actually, I'm shifting from doing X to, to Y mm. and let them know and say, if this new thing is of interest of you, to you, stay. If it's not, then go. That's perfectly okay. Yeah. So let, let me know if you don't want to stay on my, stay and hear from me. Yeah. But if this still makes sense to you and you want to stay, then that's great. So I think you've just got to communicate that you're shifting yeah. from and one thing to another. And I think it's the another. fear, isn't it? The fear of loss. Mm. Like FOMO. I think, FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> don't I know about that? But I think that's what stops people from doing that, don't they? Mm. Like I, you know, and it's it's like when people you know see an unsubscribed on their email list. Yeah, it's something like heart it. attack, mm. right? But actually, you're right. Like if you are changing your message, mm. then you've got to be willing to let go of the people who no longer serve you, mm. and you can no longer serve yeah. to be able to make room for for the others, as well as obviously the nuances around actual mm. changing, yeah. actually changing the message itself. I always say there's Sorry. no point in having people on your database yeah. and your email list who aren't interested yeah. in what you do because you're paying for those yeah. contacts usually I with a database. Unsubscribes. Well, that's the thing. I think that's the oh, mentality. We've got to go, actually, if someone unsubscribes, it just means that I'm not right for them right yeah. now. Yeah. So it's okay. You don't so, want that person sitting there not yeah. reading your emails. Do you know what my, my um, unsubscription confirmation message is? Thank you for letting me know. Wish you all the best. Like, if you ever want to reach back out to us again, let us know. Yeah, like, you know, Thank you. Just thank you for letting me know, man. You don't want to receive my messages. I don't even think I've got an You description. You change it, man. Because yeah. it's, part, it's part of the customer journey, right? Yeah. Like, you absolutely need to change that shit, right? Because then it's like, really? They're happy to see me go? Like, is that okay? Like, cool, thank you. You know, it was great while it lasted. <laughs> On to the next. But it, it, it's, it's important, you know. But you're much better off having a smaller database yeah, of the right people than a massive database where most of those people aren't even interested in what yeah. you're talking about. They're never going to read your they're emails. Read. Yeah. They're never going to open an email. Which and is, that in itself is is detrimental to your... Yes. Yeah, it affects your email deliverability. We are tech heads, right? Mm. We're marketers. We've got to have a bit of tech. It definitely affects that, man. I'm yeah. a mini tech head. Yeah, I'm not true. A, yeah. I usually, I usually, me and Vish are probably a bit more of yeah. geeky yeah. tech. She can barely switch on her iPhone. 
I'm not that much of a meat. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But I do. Joking. She barely bought but a kettle. But I do have Vish and Sarah on oh, gosh. dial. Listen. If you ever get a message from D before Sarah and yeah. I before, before Sarah before you and I became really good friends, yeah. literally Vish. Was <laughs> like, hey, I need some help. Damsel in distress moment. She's like, and then and then it got to a stage where like she'd message. She's like, hey, just checking up on you. I don't need anything from you right now. <laughs> I was like, don't, 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 but don't normally mind. it would be things like, oh my god, this is things yeah. are working in my active campaign. She's oh like, my god, this yeah. thing isn't working in my click like, funnels. Like, oh my, oh my, my computer's oh my not working. <laughs> no. I'm like. <laughs> Not Have you computer. plugged it in? She's like, do I need to plug it in? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But it literally would be things like, how do you, you know, combine all of these things together? Yeah. But now I have you two, so I'm all good. But but exactly. But yeah. marketing, I mean, yeah, marketing message is important, right? So obviously unsubscribes are great. Like embrace that shit, man, because like you said, deliverability all goes up. Culling is important. Just like, you know, you take shit out of your life and streamline, you've got to streamline your 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 digital deliverability as well. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing that I see in terms of marketing message, right? I don't know if you've seen this as well. I've seen it quite a lot where where people basically, um, uh, where they have a, a message um, going out on platform A, mm. they change the way they deliver it on platform B. Like, does that deliver good results for people? Like, I don't know. Have you, I have, what have you guys seen around that? Like, should people have the same message? I, I can't say like that because it's, even though they're putting the same message out, same deliverability, same, like, whatever, way of saying it based on different platforms, like LinkedIn to, I don't know... Instagram, for example. Yeah, or yeah, TikTok so, or whatever, right? So yesterday was a really interesting... When, um, so myself and Sarah, the last two days, have been at an event. And one of the things that somebody said, actually, was that you want to, ha you don't want to just rely on one platform. You do want to have an omnipresence, Right. And um, the infamous Rob Moore talks about this all the time about growing your personal brand and having that omnipresence. Which he's I done do, really well. Which he's done really yeah, well. Yeah, brilliantly. I do believe that there is a primary platform where you know your audience hang out. Yeah. And you know that they are on there. So you go, right, I, I need, that's where my primary messaging and platform is. Yeah. Um, and then you can repurpose your content. Yeah but not change the messaging. Mm. You repurpose it for the sake of the platform. So for example, in, yeah, the format. Yeah, yeah. But your messaging, you know, will maybe some of the language in your messaging changes because let's say on LinkedIn, you've got more of, you know, like more of your particular decision makers on there. Yeah. But on Instagram, you might just be doing it as a brand exercise, yeah. a visibility exercise, yeah. because your people don't hang out there. Yeah. But there is, I mean, I believe this, uh, I'd love to know what Sarah uh, Sarah says about, you wouldn't necessarily change the, the messaging and the tone and all of that kind of stuff, but you just change the format or the way it's delivered. The you, And you know, and you've got to know what works on each platform yeah. better. Yeah. So like Reels obviously work on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, now I, I, you know, I post reels on um, LinkedIn as well. Yes. Um, because they're short videos, so I know that short videos work better. But I also know that written content works better on LinkedIn. Yeah. So, I also think you need to be careful to do exactly the same post on each different platform. Mm. So where you don't change the image, you don't change the wording, because obviously Facebook likes to think you're just using Facebook. Yes. LinkedIn likes to think you're just using LinkedIn. Same with Instagram. So what I sometimes do is if I'm doing a post, I'll tweak some words. So the message stays the same, yeah. but I may just tweak, a f change a few words at the beginning and end of a sentence headline, or whatever, or the headline, yeah, or the image might be different. But what I'm fundamentally saying stays the same, but it's just not identical across mm. each of the different platforms. Yeah. 
So AI, AI, AI. Oh, don't get me started. This could be another episode. There's loads of different episodes coming out, especially. Well, actually, we'll be um, we'll be inviting somebody who is um, a super AI genius. Yeah. I'm only joking. <laughs> no, no, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm geeking out about this yeah, stuff. I mean, I know. Like, especially at the start, because obviously we're like we're a couple of episodes in, so anything we say is just like, oh shit, we should talk about that as well. Um, and we've got a, like a constantly growing list that we keep adding to week in week out. Um, so yeah, there'll be a lot of references to other podcast episodes. And remember, on on the podcast platforms that you're going to be on, you don't just have to go through sequentially. Pick the episode that you want to hear. Like if there's like another fifty episodes after this one and you you find that you want to jump to episode 50, go for it. But just remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the stream, wherever, wherever platform you're on. Again, that's a really important thing to do. So make sure you do that. Because we are your ultimate marketing, marketing podcast. podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> to grow and scale your business with DVish and Sarah. I love it. It's a great strapline, right? It works, it right? And like the story behind it was we actually used suggestions from eight, like find us the top 10 titles and permutations and combinations. And it saved us so much time, right? Because yeah, we would exactly. have been arguing about it back and forth. Well, you would have been arguing about it back and forth. <laughs> well, we used it yeah. for inspiration, didn't we? We didn't yeah. use yeah. it to make the ultimate decision. No. We still made the decision yeah, of like what the podcast title was going to be. 15 different titles and then we like, we yeah. combined them and we're like, mm. this it's a great discussion point but talking about marketing message and you said like you know changing you know top and tailing it mm. changing a few words here or there call to actions whatever whatever that works but then if you had to do that for like 10 15 different platforms it can be a body of work right yeah do you see ai obviously the answer to the short term is helping with that yes because it's a, it's a time leverager i think it's a great way to leverage time in your business mm. but do you see it replacing the, the 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 do of doing content i don't yeah definitely not no yeah. you still need the human element i think right i think you have like also you've got to bear in mind for example at the moment chat gpt which is one of the most famous ones right now yep. that information it's producing is a couple of years old yes so it's not totally up to date yeah so you've still got a sanity check what it churns out so i think yes use it for inspiration use it for speed use it to help you get some stuff done yeah but you still need to put your personality into it yeah. and you still need to put your spin on it yeah. so you would read it and tweak it yeah so you're I'm, not going to just chuck it straight out there straight from chat GPT. oh yeah 100 percent because it's just like it's, it's weird right mm. it's like robot speak essentially robot speaking english or whatever language you're it's writing very in. good though yeah. it's awesome, awesome. And, and even after the all the different elements yeah. that you can add to it you know the drop down list that you can get and yeah, yeah. you know how you can like prompt it and things like that and yeah. i think that's the beauty of it yeah but you know just like sarah says i i i can't imagine that i would ever take verbatim I think what it's brilliant for is speed. Yeah. Definitely speeds things time Speed as in time speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, because... and I think that's what we all need, don't we, yeah. as business owners? Yeah, we've only got... If there's ways that we can... Ch yeah. And even for content writers, let's let's say people are in that in that trade yeah. of, you know, you don't need to worry. I think what what's great about it is now, instead of having 10 clients that you work for, you could potentially have 20 yeah. because the speed at mm. which you're able to produce the yeah. out output is that much quicker but also 100%. like Sarah said inspiration for ideas yeah. you know just being able to go oh I'm not quite sure what you know I was talking to a client over over the last few days and she was like oh my gosh she goes I can't think of what to name my LinkedIn newsletter yeah so I said okay so tell me what it's about so we put that into chat GPT yeah and we said right okay um you know can you come up with 10 different titles yeah. for newsletters that haven't been 
and that haven't been published before for LinkedIn. Like we put all of that, all about yeah. this, that and the other. So I think it was veganism and plant-based yeah. food and all that kind of stuff. And she got 10 different titles and she did exactly what Sarah just said. Just went, oh, I like the beginning of that, but I yeah. really like the end of that. Yeah. And she put that together. Whereas, awesome, right? And it came with strap lines. So she could then yeah. go, oh, I love that strap line. Yeah. Or even if you don't like any of it, it tells you what you don't like. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, now I know I can put something that, yeah. how I can use just the beginning of that sentence. So I think, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be a replacement. I think no. it'll be a really good, it was described over the last two days as it's a really good junior employee to have in you. your business. Mm. That's exactly what I was going to say. So there's obviously there's an, a, like an um, acclimatization period with, with a AI that you would have. Like, and I've, because I've been using it for a fair bit now. And the more information I feed it back, the more it generates a worldview and a set of rules, essentially boundaries that we're giving it or, you know, you're, you're feeding into it. And the content's getting better and better and better mm. and better. Like, because mm. I'm feeding back and I'm saying, I don't like that, I don't like this. And it just builds up that data over time. But I think it's important, isn't it, about not being afraid of embracing no. that type of... Yeah, uh, yeah, 100% it's important to do that. Because people are like, oh my God, you're going to lose our jobs. You know? no, <laughs> it's you're not, not going anywhere. No, you're not losing your job. Like, and if you're that worried about losing your job, up skill, man. Mm, yeah. Learn, like, you know, prompt engineering is a real thing right now. I hadn't even heard of it. I've never heard of it until you mentioned like, it. Dad facts, like this is encyclopedia <laughs> dad, right? Just for the benefits of listeners, what is prompt engineering? Prompt engineering is actually learning how to prompt a bot to do what you want it to do. So the right. output is, you know, it's more in line with what you were expecting. You know, mm. with your, I guess with your messaging, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. That's what I was just thinking because like, the, you know, what I've heard is, the AI tool is only going to be as good as what you put in. Yeah. So what you put in, you get out. So like, you've got to become yeah. very good at the prompt yeah, side yeah. to get the output that you're looking for. 100%. It's like, you know, it's like um, engineering systems. Um, I'm an engineering student, so I can say, you know, CISO, CISO systems, S-I-S-O. This is, this is why Vish was very confused about what you did yeah, at the start. Yeah, man, oh my God. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was shoehorned into like, my mum wanted me to I'm an a engineer, yeah, I'm, I'm L&D, I'm, good, I'm a hypnotist. Yeah, oh God, listen, you only get one crack of the whip. I'm a hypnotist, you only get I'm a I'm, I'm like everything. Like, oh my god, I'm a marketeer. I'm a marketing <laughs> marketing expert now. Um, but yeah, like you know, life's too short, dude. Mm. Come on. Um, but I got shoehorned into. Mum wanted me to become a doctor, and I hated the sight of blood. Can you imagine that? Right, <laughs> good Indian boy doctor fainting at the sight of blood. But um, yeah, SISO, shit in, shit out. Like, yeah. That's what it is. And I, I got my. And kids. if you think about it, that is actually so. A lot of these marketing concepts that we talk yeah. about are actually from like they're not new. No, like I remember when I worked in recruitment many, many moons ago, over two decades ago now, I yeah. think. Like, Rather you know, like your moons. database, your database, we only got good stuff out if we were doing a search on yes. our database for yeah. a candidate, yeah. if we had the right information in. So you're yeah. right, yeah, shit in, shit out. Yeah. So it's the um, same with prompt engineering. The difference between moon and sun is moons are monthly revolutions, sun are yearly revolutions. You said many, many suns ago, because oh. it gives it a bit of you know, Oh, that's not a phrase though, is it? No, it's many not, but it's made it out of It can be though, Sarah. Made it can be. You know, it's the message <laughs> made here at, yeah. at the ultimate podcast. Anyway, leverage, leveraging <laughs> tools. Podcast. What we're trying to say is leveraging tools yeah. into your marketing message is really important. Like, you know, I've got my kids onto um, ChatGPT, right? Absolutely freaking phenomenal because they are the best, best learners. Like prompt engineer, they're like, oh, well, I did this, and like, you know, because they just test relentlessly. They just test, and um, yeah, my my daughter's built up like a database. Is helping her with her work, like it's taught her how to do fractions and stuff like that. And she's like, she's loving it. Like mm. it's amazing. And I think that's technology that everybody needs to embrace because the next set of jobs you're going to be required to do shit quicker. 
mm. because the, the the society we live in wants instant instant gratification yeah. and unless you're able to deliver that for people whose attention spans are now gone like you like we hear it in music as well attention spans have, have shortened right the video the long form video used to work well like a couple of years ago now it's reels reels are like fucking 15 to 30 seconds like mm, come you on gotta make an impact in 15 yeah. to 30 seconds yeah exactly like what the hell are you doing right longer reels don't work i've tried and tested it longer reels don't work like for mm. people right and even songs, like I likened it to music, right? Music went from being like three and a half, four and a half, five and a half minute tracks to now being minute and a half to two minute tracks tops. Yeah, because true. the attention spans have now become so shortened because we've we've been we've been you know accustomed to it with all the content and stuff that's going out online. So it's a bit like Bollywood yeah. movies. A bit like Bollywood movies. <laughs> Bollywood movies used to be three hour epic. Yeah, I don't know what Bollywood movies you've been watching. They're still three hours. Are they still three like, hours? I've not watched them in a long time. But I think some of, the more, dance, some of the more popular ones are about an hour and a half again now. Yeah, I don't mind. The modern but, ones are, yes, yeah. absolutely. The independent one of, ones. One of the questions I have, though, so going back to the marketing message, yeah. is what are some tips that we can give the listeners about things to look out for? or really focus on yeah. when it comes to creating a, a much more compelling marketing message. So, I mean, following on from the last episode, right, you know, knowing your customer and being able to to, to really hone in on um, terminology, because if you can generate likeness by talking about a problem the way your customer talks about their problem, you've already got your foot in the door. Like, they're like, shit, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows my problem. How does he know my problem? He's getting inside my <laughs> head, you know? So that's, I think, a really, really important thing to do. I think language is really, uh, for me, at the top of the list. Like, your language has to be on point. Uh, if it's not, and I'm by language, I mean tonality, the, the words you use and how you talk about the problem and how it affects them. If you don't have those three things, you're screwed. But you have to be able to explain it really simply, though, oh, don't yeah. you? You have to be able to. You have. You need a phrase or a couple of sentences that explains yeah. what you do, in a way that everyone's going to understand. Yeah. So you don't want to have jargon in there. So yeah. you may be an expert in something, but you don't necessarily want to put that into your mm. marketing message because your target market may not understand what you're talking about. Yeah. So you want to put it in simple language, but in a way that resonates with your target market and mm. tells them who you are, what you do, how you help them. In a concise way. In, in a nutshell, right? Because yeah. you've got like, what is it, three three to five seconds mm. worth of attention span before they, they, they go finding Dory on you. Well, so imagine <laughs> going to a networking event and someone says, what do you do? You don't yeah. want to give them a 10 minute answer. They're well, going to like fall asleep. Basically, <laughs> to start with, yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's almost like it's it's not even an elevator pitch anymore, is it? No. It's like beam me up, Scotty. Like that's how quick you got to be, Don't right? Be, three, yeah. mm. It takes three. By the way, it takes three to five seconds for somebody to um, dematerialize and materialize in a um, transport chamber. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's amazing. Star Trek yeah. law for you. Sorry, I'm a Trekkie at heart. I think also the other thing is, and I think in the marketing message, something that I've learned from the different gurus that I've learned from is understanding what the outcome of each part of the message is. Mm. So, for example, you know. Um, if I, you know, from a LinkedIn point of view, so just like the whole, you know, if you were introduced, if you were asked, what do you do? That headline is your introduction. So knowing that in this piece, this is what I want them to walk away with. And one of the things I also learned was like, for example, in a funnel, right? You, if you're putting an ad out, for example, the only job of the ad is to get them to click that. That's right. Re learn more button. Yeah. Then when they come to the funnel, the only job of the funnel is to 
click the register now or yeah. whatever the outcome of the funnel is. Mm. Get them to and opt think, in, basically. Yeah, to opt in. I think a lot of marketing messages go wry because they're trying to give everything away True. at one point. Like in... You know, I remember when I, when I, you know, when I go through my clients and talk, talk to them about the headline and the about section, they want to put everything in there. Like their whole, in the headline, I want to tell them this, 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 and no, you just tell them these four things. Because mm. at that point, all you want them to do is to go connect. Yeah. This person I want to connect with because based on their headline, yeah. they are for me. Well, it's all about trying to get people to take the next step, isn't it? So you're leading them to That's a, a point. Yeah. And you want them to take the next step yeah. with you. So if I was to say what I do and I was to tell you in like 20 seconds, then you might well ask me a question and yeah. then I'll tell you a little bit more. But what you don't want is me to give you a 10 minute answer and you're yeah. sitting there and really confused about what I actually do. Yeah. yeah. I don't want you to show me how to bake a cake. Yeah. Just show me what I've got to put in next. And, you know, that's what I want. What do I need to do first yeah. with my cake? Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, and you know, we're talking, uh, 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 I'm in a time warp right now. But is it, it uh, we were talking about like all the fundamentals of marketing are, are based on like, you know, original stuff that's been around for, mm. for decades, right? Yeah. Eugene Schwartz, The Five Stages of Awareness, right, for marketing. He wrote that book in like the 70s, Breakthrough Advertising. Right. Right. If you get your, if you can get your hands, if, <laughs> big if, you can get your hands on Breakthrough Advertising, go for it. Right. And I managed to get a copy. I paid like 300 quid for the book. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it's a, a famous book. It's a really famous like, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, if you, if you can get the book, freaking buy it. Right. And I, I read it like, and some well, I think even that million dollar message or whatever it was, that, yeah. that, that, that's about 80 quid or something. Well, Alex Hormozzi. Is uh, not, not that oh, one. Oh, no. There's million a, dollar message. Yeah. yeah that, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to find, I'm going to find some more information to find out how much that is. I think I've got that it. somewhere, but I don't even know Have where you? it is. Have you? Lend it to me. <laughs> Might I get it back? Uh, so I bought it for eighty quid. How much well, did I rent wow. it out for? Can you imagine, right? You can make a lot yeah. of money, dude. I know. Like Eugene Schwartz spoke about the five stages of customer awareness, like going from uh, unaware, problem aware, solution aware, product aware, then most aware. And that's what you want to do. You can't take somebody from unaware to most aware and then expect them to buy because there's just yeah. too much shit going on in their head. Mm, yeah, you know. And there's like. Treat your cu customers like you treat your children or treat people that are younger than you. Well, think about how you buy. Exactly, yeah. that's so well, important. I, what's your buying strategy? And then I, 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 I get it that some people are like... I'm impulsive. Yeah, like I'll buy straight away, you know, like <laughs> yeah. straight away. Uh, some people are like, I do need a bit of time to think mm. about it. Yeah. But in terms of the marketing message itself, yeah. like if you gave me too much information in one go, confused minds don't buy. Yeah. Yeah. So it is about, like you said, the, Sarah, the next step. Mm. Like what's the next step you want them to take? Mm. I yeah. only need them to take this. Like, you know, with the LinkedIn profile, I've got a checklist. Yeah which is called the LinkedIn profile checklist PDF free guide. Yeah. But I just want them to download that. Like they don't have to have a chat with me. They don't have to do anything with me. But I, I, my, the whole purpose of that landing page is to go, do you want a lead generating profile? Yes, yeah. you do. Download this. Yeah. And like you said, it's clear, Sarah. You said it's, yeah, it's got to be clear and concise and it's got to give them and it goes back to understanding what is the big result mm. of that piece of... People want results at the end of the yeah. day. They want an yeah. outcome, they don't, don't they? they? Yeah, they don't care how you get taken no, there, right? No, they want the outcome. And that's also got what you've got to be really clear on. What is it? What is the result that person wants? And yeah. how can you deliver that result? A re really interesting thing I was reading the other day, and I can't remember for the life of me where I read it, and they were like, we were talking about not, not landing pages, but like websites. Mm -hmm. And like website, because obviously I was looking at rebranding myself as well. So like, you know, looking at the, web, the website and the structure of it. People were like, 
when people when companies businesses personal brands design websites they design them about me oh this is so such a good point right yeah like don't design your your customer facing assets around you design them around your customer because yeah. that's part of your marketing message right it is. and my and and so looking at the structure of my site because i'm doing it right now right what i was what i was um looking at was like how do i how do i redesign this so that it's um it's focused on um it's focused on what i'm achieving for my customer and that's literally what i'm doing mm. if you if you're experiencing this in this problem then this is what you need to alleviate that it's like your shop window isn't it yeah. it's like a, a, a like a view it, uh, they get, get to view what you do yeah. but you want to be talking about them and not yourself yeah, like there's a place that you can have an about this Sarah section yeah. or about Sarah section. Yeah. Um, and that's where you can talk about yourself. Yeah. But even then you want to talk about yourself in relation to your customers yeah. and how you support them. Yeah. yeah. And then Not and, about you. Yeah. I get so many people who like, I, you know, I started my business after I left university mm. and I went to university and studied this and it's just irrelevant. When I started my business or when I started my career, I spent 20 years in law but now I've decided to be a hairdresser. I don't, I don't, you know, it's just like whatever is irrelevant, you need to take that out. Mm. Your yeah. story has to ultimately take, uh, uh, remind them that this is where you can take them from A to B, right? Yeah. Because yeah. either you've been there yourself yeah. or you've overcome that or whatever, but your story has to position you as the expert, expert. Yeah. in what you are currently doing. Yeah, absolutely. Not, you know, I mean, I started my career as a journalist, then went into recruitment where I had the longest part of my career. Mm. Then, you know, uh, trained obviously as a public speaker and public speaking coach, which yeah. I did for many years before. I, I don't, I know, I, I know I don't sound that old. <laughs> um, and like, you know, and then LinkedIn marketing <laughs> became in that whole visibility. So yes, some of yeah. the skills that I had before definitely leaned itself into what I do now. But if I go around talking about my recruitment career, not relevant it's to what you're doing. No, no, of course it's not. No. So you, no. It could be quite interesting to say it as part of your story, but you yeah. don't want to say too much about much that because it's yeah. not relevant yeah. to what you do now. Yeah. Or depending on the audience. I spoke at that Recruitment Agency Expo, you know, a few days ago um, in London. And so that for so me- it is relevant. Is relevant. That. But again, yeah. right, I only need to, they only need to know that I had a 17 year career mm. in recruitment. Yeah. They don't need to know what kind of a recruiter I was yeah. or how, you know, they, they might need to know how successful I was, but it's in relation because what I actually spoke about was how to build a personal brand on LinkedIn. Mm. So it's got to be in relation, right guys, yeah. to what, how that helped my recruitment career. Yeah. So it's got to be the other way around rather than, yeah. yeah, rather than, the recruitment being the big thing it's got to be linkedin is what i did even as a recruiter yeah and that's how it helped my career yeah. so you're making a connection between recruitment and what you do now which yeah. is linkedin yeah, yeah exactly and, and, and i do that like my my story is like i i you know i left corporate where i was teaching people and managing teams and um i was teaching them how to close sales as a head of global learning and development dealing with hiring and training high-performing sales teams. But then I started a business where the marketing sucked. Then I learned marketing, um, but I was getting taken for a ride because I was spending X amount on marketing. So my goal is to make sure that you can get leads and close your leads without having to spend as much money as I was spending on marketing because the marketers were learn pulling up. Learn from my up, mistakes, yeah, right? Learn from my mistakes, right? So um, that's the part of the message. But then I bring that in different different ways and thread it in because my my audience that day might be a little bit different and this is like when you know when when you've been in business for a while you've got those different avatars and you can go right what room am i in today who are these guys what's important to them 
Um, and well, how do I need to tailor my message? And I think that's, mm. you know, online it's harder to do because you can't have 16 different landing pages of your website, <laughs> right? Because this is why God, customer no, avatar, exactly. right? This is why your, your customer avatar is so important. Like niche down and, and decide who you're going to talk to and then drive that traffic to your to your website or your presence online or your landing page, whatever it is. And this is why lead magnets work because lead magnets address different problems that people are facing. You can have them in different segments, mm. different markets technically, you know, there's a bit, that's a bit of a gray area, but yeah, you can have I think there's a saying, isn't there? Like there's no, and I, well, we used to say in the speaking world, there's yeah. no bad audience, only bad presenters. Yes. But actually we could have the same thing. There's no bad audience. There's only a bad marketing message. Message. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. That's why you message. But also I think, Vish, what you were saying there is you can have multiple lead magnets and yes. you can have multiple landing pages yes. to speak to different people. Yes. Because your landing page is going to do better if it speaks yeah. to one particular type of person. Yes. So when we've talked about customer avatar before, mm. you may have more than one customer avatar. Yes. And that's fine. You can have different landing pages for yeah. each of those. So I think what you were saying is you can't necessarily have like 10 different websites, no. but you can definitely have 10 different landing pages yes. that talk about different things to different people. 100%. And if you're blessed to have like a massive following of, you know, on your social media platforms, like say you're, you know, you're 20, 30K plus, right? And you're speaking to different people all the time, right? Then it makes sense to have those landing pages. And then if you're having content about hairdressers that day, hairdressers, this is important for you. Listen out to this, bam, 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 bam. Here's my call to action, link in the bio, in my link tree, whatever it is, will take you to that page and it takes you to a hairdresser page. And then mm. tomorrow or the week after, you might be talking to, I don't know, mortgage advisors. And you're saying, mortgage advisors, this is really important for you. If you want something like that, go and check on my link and the link in my link tree is about <laughs> mortgage advisors. You know, so then then it works, you know. Yeah. But, um, certainly, if you're, you know, in your growing and scaling phase, and technically you are potentially going to be looking at one set of niched down customers, um, make sure your marketing message is all the stuff that we said before, man. Like, don't don't start confusing it over egging the cake, as it were. Ooh, yeah, love that one. Love a cooking mentality uh, little uh, example there. <laughs> I think also that's where ChatGPT could help you because if you're yeah. really stuck on what to say, your yeah. marketing message is, you could just prompt it yeah. to help you now. You could it will come up with some stuff and you yeah. can just take bits of each yeah. like of the prompts it, it delivers and create your own version. Yeah. But it's easier sometimes than starting with a blank sheet of paper. Oh yeah, much easier, right? Because it's harder to start writing than it is to start editing. Yeah. Editing's a, a way easier, easier to, task yeah, to do, right? That's the saying. It's easier to improve than it is to create. That's yeah, true. Absolutely. Yeah. And um one of the tools that I'm using um off the back of Chat GPT, um we were taking this the is text. Where the text stuff yeah. comes in. Yeah, right. Hey. <laughs> Techie. Techie. Um, you could say, somebody could say I'm a Trekkie. Hey, hey, dad joke. Um, so that's why we didn't get that, Sarah. Yeah, I know. Live long and prosper, Danita. Um, <laughs> so you take it. Let me talk. I'm trying to get my tech stuff know, out, man. Sorry. Like I'm the birth thing of the themes here. Tell us, tell us. Yeah. So this right. new thing that you've been so, working so on. I'm giddy with well, excitement, new, man. Go on, tell, tell us, tell us. My tonality has gone up, and I'm like shrieking now. So basically, <laughs> right, the audience are waiting. I this. know. And you keep like anyway. No, I'm not going to get into that. So basically, we take the text out of ChatGPT and we put it into something like Quillbot. Quillbot basically changes the the order and presentation of the text. It can have like formal language, like, you know, more convincing language. And it's like passing it through the mill again to like refine it even further. And it paraphrases the biggest thing that Quillbot does. And you can sign up for a free account. Like we're not getting anything out of this. We're not, there's no affiliate link or anything. Yeah. Sign up for a free account for Quillbot. It doesn't do everything that it will do. It's like a freemium service. But you can use it to paraphrase the text that comes out of ChatGPT. So not only are you using it as a starter, but you can paraphrase it to something that's a bit more human. And then you can edit the paraphrasing live in Quillbot. And then you've got something you can almost immediately start working with and like then improving. 
Like, I think it's just... Amazing. Opportunities are endless, man. Yeah. But it's also about testing, isn't it? Because I think that's the yes. other key thing. You come up with your marketing message, but then you've got to test if it resonates yeah. with your market. Yeah. So, you know, just because you've created it doesn't mean it's going to work. Yes. So a lot of what we do in marketing is testing things. Marketing 100%. is all testing. It is yeah. all testing. So yeah. once you've created your message, put it out there, yeah. test it with some people and see if it resonates. Yeah. If not, you're going to have to tweak it. Yeah. Ma- marketing speculation, mm. right? It's prospecting, isn't it? It's like mm. you know, the gold rush. Like, are we going to take this sand, put it into our trough and then is there going to be gold in it? No. Let me change my location. Let me change the trough. Let me change, you know, whatever it is, right? That's, that's how it works. It's those age old principles that we're applying to marketing today. That's why yeah. marketing message is important as well. Yeah. Got to test your message. Test, test your, your message. message. So cool. Any any last bits before we wrap up today's episode? I think there's all sorts of frameworks out there in terms of coming up with a marketing <laughs> message. One really simple one is I help X to do Y yeah. without Z. Yeah. If you just even take that as your starting point, that'll help you yeah. put something together. This is really interesting because we, we started off the, the preamble to this episode. We're like, this is what we're going to talk about. So just, <laughs> just say that concept again. So I, we help. I help yep. or we help yep. X type of person yep. do Y, the thing that they want, yep. without Z, the yeah. problems or challenges they have. Yeah, and that you could actually deliver that in three to five seconds. If you, you get could. that right, you know, that's your opening gambit. Then all, almost all of a sudden you got their attention. Mm. And that's what you want, right? So keep it simple. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Absolutely. And I think an important part in there is understanding, you know, to get that uh, message and to get that concept that Sarah's just spoken about is to really know what is the big problem and the big result that you want. Because often people go, oh, yeah, I want this and I want this. And and they make that same sentence. They make that a paragraph long when just like Sarah said, it's got to be clear, concise and understanding exactly, you know, I help X, who is that ideal audience, which we've obviously spoken about. Yeah. But then that big problem and big result. Yeah. Because that's what people want to know. It's like, mm. it, it's that whole thing. And, you know, um, like understanding what it is that your ideal customer want um, and what is the big problem that is stopping them, because that will then resonate with them 110%. percent yeah. So it's really just making that really clear. But doing it in such a simple way where it's like, it's this is it's so, I don't need to digest it. I don't need to translate it. Hit me, tell me what you're going to do. Yeah. That's mm, it. Like, yeah. and people, people over egg their yeah, marketing yeah, exactly. message, which is where they lose traction, right? Yeah. And so with that, with what Sarah just said, my advice would be understanding that you don't have to sell the whole concept yeah. in, in your marketing uh, collateral. Yeah. You just need the right message to get them to take the next step. And actually the key thing there is you want to say something that actually has a little bit of curiosity. So they ask you a yes. question. So they might say, well, that's really interesting, D. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or what, how do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. What's the curious? best way, question for you guys, what's the best way to eat an elephant? One chunk at a chunk time. One chunk at a time, right? And that's what they're doing there. And when people give you their attention online, they're only giving you that one chunk yeah. of attention. They're not giving you their undivided attention because no. this is what happens. People sit in front of the TV, they're scrolling, looking at content online. So you have got to be interruptible 
to their lifestyle, yeah. what they're doing to grab their attention. Take them to the and next I think step. that's the thing, isn't it? Grab yeah, their man. attention. So in your marketing message, things like your headlines, yes. your intros, your that first thing that's yeah. going to grab them, the, the images that you use when you're yeah. when you're online or for your, you know, when, when they scroll down. Stoppers. Oh, scroll stoppers. Yeah. Exactly. You've got to stop the scroll. Well, like scroll with a headline, stoppers. for example, the headline's got to be catchy enough it grabs their attention. Yes. But the goal of the headline is to get them to read the subheadline. Yes. Yeah. The goal of the subheadline yeah. is to get them to read the next, next thing. Bit. Just cascade. We, we, yeah. we spoke about this on the thing. Isn't it? It's mm. got to be. Ca- they've got to cascade down, down that waterfall, mm. yeah. right? But that that rabbit hole. They've got to be. Yeah. You know, they've got to be Alice. You know, you've got to take them down that rabbit hole. Yeah. On but, LinkedIn, I often talk about you know how when you put a post out on LinkedIn, yeah. you see the first three lines, and then you see a little see more click button. Yes. Yeah. So they have to then open up the rest of the content. Yeah. And it's just like, well, first of all, how do you make that top headline or first sentence or first bit of piece of content make them want to go oh i want to see more yeah exactly great nuggets there what um, about you that what's one. your nugget what was it yeah, keep it simple oh, keep, keep it, it yeah, yeah. Like, don't overrate the cake thanks for that d thanks for listening to what i just said <laughs> <laughs> i thought yeah. you know it's only because you said keep it sim- simple earlier on no, and then no, you that, kind that, of that's, that's I, I definitely heard the overrig of the yeah like cake. don't overrig it man like yeah. the, mm. so so much but we've already covered that so yeah like some great nuggets in this episode yeah. of the ultimate marketing podcast with myself Vish, we have our lovely D. D, say hello. Hello, hello. And uh, not just a hello, but make sure you subscribe yes. to this podcast because yeah. it is the ultimate marketing podcast. It is the ultimate. So marketing. it's the one that you want to have um, at your fingertips so yeah. that you can be alerted to every single episode we bring. Yeah, and it's a trifecta approach to like, share, and subscribe. Oh, there you okay. go. You like that one, right? So, and if, and if you know, it'd be great if you think somebody could benefit from listening to the content, knowledge, the bombs that we've dropped, the keys that we've dropped in 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 this podcast, and share it. You know, it's really easy to share that, irrespective of what platform you're on. Share it with a friend, tell them to tell a friend, and we will grow the movement together. And, and look, I know that we've noticed, we've mentioned a few times something about our UK retreat, yes. marketing retreat. So look, we we will be releasing information about this very soon. Yeah. So, but let us know if you are interested. Yeah. Uh, and we can send you information. And stay tuned for future juicy nuggets and let us know as well any topics you want us to cover yeah absolutely interact get uh get a bit freaky lovely see you later alligators yeah see you the next episode bye bye